Price picks is the easiest and most exciting way to get in on the action. Whether you watch your favorite sports and players, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Download the app today. Use code MIB for a first deposit match of up to $100. You're listening to the Men in Blazers Media Network, Suboptimal Radio. It is time for early kickoff from the Men in Blazers Media Network. All your global football stories straight from the back pages of Europe's newspapers in around 10 or so minutes. It's Sammy James here on Tuesday, October the 3rd. And coming up this morning, Chelsea score their first goal since August and win the SW6 derby. The PGMOL are under pressure to release the audio from Saturday's VAR blunder. And the Champions League is back. We preview the games to look out for. Now, if you listen to yesterday's podcast, I promised that my mood would entirely depend on the results of Fulham versus Chelsea on Monday evening. So let's just get into it, shall we? Colwell early for Mudrick to score! How he has thirsted for that! Now, I normally love hearing Peter Drury commentate on goals, but not this time. That was Mikhailo Mudrick's first goal for Chelsea since his $107 million move to the Blues in January to make it 1-0 on 18 minutes. And just one minute later, it was 2-0 with Albanian forward Armando Broja scoring his first goal since October 2022 after suffering a serious knee injury. Armando pounced on an error by Tim Ream who gave the ball away whilst trying to play out from the back. And once Chelsea were 2-0 up, they always looked pretty certain of holding on for the win despite a few Fulham chances here and there in the second half. Here's what Chelsea manager Mauricio Pochettino thought about the win. I think we we got what we deserve. I think the performance was good. Uh, so happy. Well, that win does move Chelsea above Fulham in the table, up to 11th position, but still eight points off the Champions League places, where ultimately Chelsea would aim to be. Next up, they travel to Burnley on Saturday, whilst Fulham play Sheffield United at Craven Cottage. Next up, let's discuss the continued controversy of Saturday's Spurs win over Liverpool as the Reds continue to pile on the pressure on the Premier League referee's body, the PGMOL. Now, on Sunday, the Reds released a statement calling for a wide-ranging, fully transparent review into the entire process. And now they have made a formal request to the PGMOL to give them the audio from the VAR room at Stockley Park in order to understand the breakdown in communications that led to arguably VAR's biggest failure to date. The Daily Mail is reporting that senior figures at the PGMOL were split whether the audio should be made public. They are now leaning towards a release of the full exchange, although talks will be held on Tuesday over when to release it. And yesterday in the build-up to the Fulham versus Chelsea game, Former Liverpool defender turned pundit Jamie Carragher gave his thoughts on the situation. It is unbelievable that all the parties involved have not released the audio. I find it unfathomable because the longer this goes on, the more people will think they're trying to put a story together. Well, let's move away from VAR and silly little London derbies as tonight the Champions League is back. Match week two in the Champions League group stages is upon us. Tonight, groups A to D 
play their second matches and there are some brilliant heavyweight battles. But we'll begin with the two matches at 12.45pm Eastern. In Group D, you've got Real Sociedad travelling to Austrian champions RB Salzburg. You might remember their young team absolutely dismantled Benfica in match day one. That should be a good match. Then in Group C, Brendan Aronson's Union Berlin come up against Braga of Portugal. It is Union Berlin's first home game in the competition ever. Well, I say home game because their De Forest Dice Stadium has not been considered appropriate for European football, which means Union will be playing in Berlin's Olympistadion, home of their rivals, Hertha Berlin. Now, Union have climbed all the way from the German fourth tier to the Champions League, and this was the sound of their fans in Madrid two weeks ago. And despite not playing at their regular home ground, I'm sure those Union fans will make it a cauldron of noise tonight. Then there's six games at 3pm Eastern and one of the best will surely be tonight in Naples as Real Madrid travel to the Italian champions in Group C. It's the first time these two have played each other in over six years and only the fifth time ever in a UEFA competition and the noise inside the Diego Armando Maradona Stadium will be absolutely electric. Particularly look out for the way the Napoli fans scream the champions at the end of the Champions League music. there tonight. In Group A, Manchester United host Turkish champions Galatasaray and their ex-player Wilfred Zaha at Old Trafford. And speaking of Manchester United, yesterday it was revealed that Sir Jim Ratcliffe's Ineos group is considering whether to offer to buy a minority stake in Manchester United with the British billionaire hoping it will break the impasse over the current ownership situation. The other match in Group A sees German champions Bayern Munich make the trip north to Danish champions FC Copenhagen. In Group B, Arsenal travelled to French side Lons, but Arsenal were delayed in getting to France due to poor weather conditions grounding their plane. They were supposed to depart at 4.15pm local time on Monday, but they didn't end up flying until 9pm. And considering that driving to Lons from London only takes about four hours, it probably would have just been quicker to get the good old-fashioned bus. The other match in Group B sees PSV play La Liga strugglers Sevilla, with Serginho Dest, Ricardo Pepe and Malik Tillman all in the squad for the Dutch side as they look to bounce back from their 4-0 defeat to Arsenal in match day one. Finally, in Group D, Inter will play Benfica in a repeat of last season's quarter-final. It ended 3-3 at San Siro back in April, so this might just be one for the neutral. And all tonight's games are available in the US on Paramount+. Plus. Let's run through a few more of Monday's stories, and we'll start with the death of a Manchester City legend. Lee, interesting. Very interesting. Oh, look at his face. Just look at his face. That is the iconic commentary describing a brilliant Francis Lee goal, who died on Monday at the age of 79. Francis Lee scored 148 goals in 330 appearances during an eight-year spell at Manchester City, and he won the old First Division title with them in 1968. City, in a statement, called Francis a club legend in every sense and one of their all-time greats. Next up, a story out of Spanish paper El País, with UEFA reconsidering making another European Super League. Now, you might remember two years ago, scenes like this. That 
was fans in the UK in 2021 protesting against the proposed European Super League outside various clubs such as Chelsea and Arsenal who were part of the breakaway plans. Now, these plans don't appear to be as advanced as those in 2021, but according to El Pais, UEFA is considering three leagues made up of 18 teams each with promotion and relegation between the divisions. The divisions would be named the Super League, the Europa League, and the aspiring league and it would mean an end to the current champions league as we know it now the reports say that the plans will be discussed at the next uefa executive meeting and if they were put into action they wouldn't begin until 2027 at the earliest now as awful as they sound I do think it would be quite funny to hear fans sing aspiring lead champions. You'll never sing that. Next up, a story out of a round from the mirror concerning Monday's Asian Champions League match between Iranian club Sabahan and Saudi Arabian club Al Ittihad, which was cancelled because Al Ittihad refused to play. Now this summer, Al Ittihad signed the likes of Karim Benzema from Real Madrid, N'Golo Kante from Chelsea and Fabinho from Liverpool. And their reasoning for refusing to play was because the stadium in Iran that was due to host the match has a statue of the now deceased Iranian military commander Qasim Soleimani next to the dugout. Now Soleimani was killed in a targeted US drone strike in January 2020 and was responsible for the deaths of millions according to former President Donald Trump. Soleimani is deeply unpopular in Saudi Arabia, hence Al Ittihad's outrage and subsequent decision. And the controversy has also thrown the Asian Champions League match for Al Halal, owed to Neymar, Alexander Mitrovic and Sergei Milinkovic-Savic into serious doubt too, as they were due to play Iranian side Nasaji Mazandaran on Tuesday as well. And connected to that Al Halal game, Neymar has made headlines by responding to a video of the pitch they're due to play on being laid over the weekend straight on to a concrete floor. Neymar replied to the video saying this is not possible with a facepalm emoji afterwards. But considering he's earning $3.2 million a week from Al Halal, I think we can all spare the sympathy too much for the Brazilian superstar. Finally, there's one match in the Premier League tonight between two sides promoted together last season from the Championship as Burnley travelled to Luton Town with Burnley yet to win a game this season. Now, this match should have taken place in match week two, but was postponed because Luton Town's ground renovations weren't ready yet. The game is at 2.30pm Eastern Time and is available to watch on Peacock. So I didn't really want to go back into it, but I wanted to share about how last night's match between Fulham and Chelsea was cursed in an unusual way. Pizza chain Domino's decided it would be a good idea to make fun of Chelsea's goal-scoring woes by placing an electronic billboard van outside of Craven Cottage on Monday morning, outlining the number of pizzas that they've sold since Chelsea's last Premier League goal, which was on August the 25th. The number stood at about 9.8 million pizzas and the tracker updated itself live. But as a Fulham fan, I saw this and instantly I just knew it was bad news. And Fulham fan and German football journalist Archie Rintart thought the same. He quote tweeted the picture yesterday morning saying, I am now convinced we will lose tonight with another Fulham Twitter account responding, if we lose heavily now, I'm blaming you at Domino's UK. And sure enough, it only took 19 minutes for Chelsea to grab not one, but two goals last night. So I officially announced on this podcast my own personal boycott against Domino's Pizza. I'll have anything. Pizza Hut, Papa John's. I'd even rather only eat Lionel Messi's pizza for the rest of my days than have a Domino's again. 
And coming up today on the Men in Blazers podcast feed, a brand new episode of European Nights podcast with Roger and Rory Smith will be dropping on Tuesday morning. They're going to be going deep on the rise of Real Madrid's Jude Bellingham and it will be absolutely brilliant as always. One of the finest duos in football broadcasting. And tonight there's a special Tuesday edition of Do It Live on Amp. Come ask your questions live on the pod. The link is all over the Men in Blazers social. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, share it with your football curious friends. And if you want to cheer up this poor, sad Fulham fan, then please leave us a positive review. It will definitely go a long way to improving my mood. We'll be back tomorrow, but until then, it's Sammy from Surrey signing out as football don't sleep and neither do we. Hold up. 